Hey, it feels good waking up in Vegas when you're on the right side, baby. It ain't often. It ain't often. But these last few primetime football games, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, say Buffalo Bills 5-0 and out loud to yourself five times. It, it, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't sit right, and this morning, it hasn't happened. Catch an L. Josh, Tim, the Toolman, Taylor, Allen, Playa, to a veteran on campus. That was some senior on sophomore-ish right there, baby. Tannehill said, I'm an adult, I'm going to LT in your face Tumble with no one on me. Still celebrate. Shimmy on the on the home turf. And the Bills got shellacked. I mean, coming off the pod yesterday where I was talking about company culture. Company culture, bro. Vrabel is a culture. Dude, I went to the Super Bowl. I hobnobbed around. Okay? Went to the parties. Vrabel is a homie. I dapped him up briefly. He's not going to remember me. But what I'm saying is the guy was with the fellas. He's not old. He's in his 40s. It's not old. 2020. Like, this guy is so excellent at leading men. You look at the Titans and you say to yourself this morning, this team... Is 4-0? The Tennessee Titans are undefeated, people. They're undefeated. And they just destroyed an undefeated team. On national television last week. So in my mind, I doubled down on what I said yesterday about company culture. It's the head coach and the quarterback and the culture. And those three ingredients in your blender, you have having an incredible shake every single day if you're in that organization. And Cowherd dropped an excellent, excellent stat to back up this whole thing of it's really about the head coach's environment and what he creates with the GM, Gruden and Mayock. You know, some guys are player friendly. Some guys are their way or the highway. It's interesting. The NFL doesn't have one fits all, and it is any given Sunday. But here's the stat that Coward brought up. You would be fascinated, fascinated, to learn if I told you between the Bucks right now and the Patriots right now, one team with Brady and Belichick. I'm sorry, I botched the whole thing. I can't have my cellular memory, man. It's been 20 years, forgive me. One team with Arians and Brady, one team with Belichick and Cam. One team has three offensive penalties through five weeks. The other has 25. Guess who's got 25 
And guess who's got three offensive penalties? It's Tommy Tampa. And Bruce, five o'clock somewhere, Arians, baby. Yeah! So you can sit there and rip Cam I am. It ain't going to happen, dog. Cam Newton and Bill Belichick are working. They're going to the playoffs. I may go as far as saying Vrabel and Bill Belly had a nice little conversation about how to eviscerate the Buffalo Bills, the little brother in the division. Dude, these are the baby Bills to Bill Belly and Vrabel. These are adults in the room that are well aware that the Bills have not been a winning organization since Jim Cowley. I'm sorry. Josh Allen has an opportunity to be special. They could absolutely... Turn the corner with McDermott and Allen. Will they do it 100%? It's the Bills, dog. It's the Bills. It's the Bills. How many times do I need to say it? It's Buffalo. I'm from San Diego, so I can say it. I suffer with you, Buffalo. I just suffer in the sun. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, dude, so I did something that's a little messed up, but it's the luxury of a podcast. So if you go back yesterday and listen, I actually revised my picks, and I made a lot of calls. I took time making these picks yesterday, and they paid off, and it felt good. Um, shout out, Sergeant Pepper Betts. Shout out, Daomi Kneecaps, among other nicknames. Um, on point. And I was swayed after what happened. And what happened was this. Kershaw was scratched. Davey Roberts is driving everybody up a wall. And Davey Roberts, Pagansa went on the hill against Ian Anderson. And what happened? 7 nothing Braves. 8-3 Braves. And Muncie hits a two-run shot. Couple of, couple, of, couple of dingers and runs in the ninth to make it seem like it was an actually competitive game. 8-7. It was scary. I mean, geez, man, on third and the ninth. It got close. Um, Braves pulled it out though, a dub to dub to dub. Um, so shout out to those guys because the reality is I was on the Dodgers when I woke up this morning and I said it on the podcast. But then if you go back, I was like, look, I'm sorry. I think you're allowed to on a pitching change MLB playoff matchup, make a revised statement. So I made a revised statement at the same time in that revised statement. I was also swayed because I looked at the pitching matchup in San Diego, where Rays and Astros are playing, and I jumped on the Rays. So I initially said Dodgers-Astros, and that's essentially what I'm saying now today. It's what I'm feeling today. I'm terrified because Urias is on the hill. But I cannot wrap my head around the Dodgers going 3-0. And again, on the positive note of getting going and the bats going in the ninth, if these guys went to bed last night in L.A., well, this, this is being played in Texas, but if these guys went to bed saying on a game of basketball runs, dude, we put up four in the ninth, we got these guys, F these guys, let's get game three, let's do it collectively as a team, we're a great team, and then game four, we put the ball in Kershaw's hand, it's 2-2. Let's rumble. That's my hypothesis, but it's an emotional one. I had to be talked out of Braves, and I had to be talked out of Astros yesterday, and it took a long time to do so. 
So what I'm saying is, I personally think, don't roll with me. <laughs> but these primetime football games, dude, oh, come on, man. Yesterday, Titans. The day before, Chargers. These were excellent picks. They were collective picks. I can't take full credit for them. Dude, this is entertainment first on my end. But I sprinkle in value. And I do want to win, man. I mean, come on. Losses are funny. But, like, I got to win and keep the lights on. So I'm taking this week particularly seriously. I put a lot of time into the last two days. And it's worked out nicely. So let's keep it going, baby. And you know what I also like in college football today? I did poke my Jewish Italian snog in that duel, did I? Uh, Coastal Carolina versus the Raids and Gajans, who are actually 21st in the nation behind Lewis at the helm, who is nothing to write home about. But it's an interesting matchup. I mean, dude, Coastal Carolina is 6th in the country in points per game. Um, however... I watched a little bit of this Lafayette organization, and, you know, quite frankly, it's been a pretty good start. They beat Iowa State. They beat Georgia State. beat Georgia Southern. Um, it's a pretty good start for this organization. So, again, I'm pretty terrible at college football, but I like Louisiana tonight. Now, the spread six and a half, that scares me. Because they did beat Iowa State by 17 week one, but they two three-point or less victories against State and Southern and Georgia. So it's like you kind of think, man, non-emotionally, kind of looking at it just like what is sharp money on? What is, I would guess sharp money might be on Coastal Carolina with the points, bro. But Lafayette will probably find a way to get it done. This is on ESPN 430 Pacific. Over under 60 and a half. I'd like that to hit. Life's too short, huh? All right, so I would back to baseball. Astros raised tonight. Petco Park has provided three unders in this game. I'm, I'm born and raised in San Diego. This is where the podcast is coming from, even though I've been in L.A. the last five, six years. The idea... That Glass now versus Granky in Peco, it's like, dude, this screams under three games in a row at Peco Park under. I've already put out some feelers. It's not even 930 Pacific. Um, F5 on the under is what I've been told. Um... Again, shout out Sergeant Pepper Betts that I'm gonna follow on Twitter. That's the thought. Uh, and I think I'm gonna probably go the Dodgers, man. I don't wanna put too much on it, but I just maybe Roberts knows what he's doing. He drives me nuts, man. But anyways, remember. When you're looking at your the NFL, looking at the spreads, not to get ahead too much, but just I, I'm again, I got a long way to go here, but like I really do feel good about like okay, head coach and quarterback versus head coach and quarterback, who's preparing better that week, dude? That game had to go Titans way, man. It had to, and everybody's comments in the media and 
See, so many people are on Bill's money line. But in addition to that, and that should be a red flag for you, in gambling, in gambling, you have to really, like, almost look at it like Vegas looks. Like, okay, 60% of the money's coming in on the Bills. 40% of the money's coming in on the Titans. That means we're probably going to win money if the Titans win because the house always wins. So it's like, if you see a lot of people on one team, dude, Vegas's strip was not built on winners. Just remember that. When you get emotional, when you punch buttons, like I have for years, or at the book, when you look at the spreads. These divisional games or trap games, like the Cowboys and Giants, like there's just those those divisional games, um, the, these... These points, the more I look at the dogs, seem more and more appetizing. It's like, you're okay, divisional game. Brown Steelers must win for both. 4-1 versus 4-0. And I'm getting three and a half with Baker in that offense after I was on the Colts last week and I had to watch that and be on the wrong side of that. It's been 0-2 on the Colts in the last two weeks, dude. Drives me nuts, man. Whereas I'm two and zero on Philly. Had the had them over the Niners. Had the Steelers over the Eagles. This league is fascinating. We bet it as as they always say. The NFL, everyone is more vested in because guys have fantasy. Also, shout out to my brother. He got with J Mac, his buddy. Shout out J Mac. Literally a tie. In fantasy football, I cannot make this up. I wish I could make this up. I wish I could make this up. My brother, I've never seen this before. Concierge Marie versus Burt Macklin. Ladies and gentlemen, means the bit. So, it was 123.64 to 123.64. Can it settle? Screen can see it. It was a tie. A tie. A tie. It was AJ Brown versus Derrick Henry in their matchup. And you guys all know that old chestnut. Shellacking. Henry gets pulled out. Garbage time. Garbage time. Yahoo fancy tie. I hit up my buddy Jared, who's the host of Yahoo Sports, uh, The Rush, and asked him if he could weigh in. Go into the back office and, and change something at Yahoo for the boys. Who wants a, yeah, I'm 2-2-1 uh, two, two and one in fantasy this year. What the? F- All right. I'm done. I'm going to go under again. Under again. Under again. Uh, Freaking again, under eight, Petco Park. Glass now versus Granky. I'm going to take the Astros. I'm, I'm not going to revise. I'm going to take under in the F5 in that game as well. I'm going to take the Dodgers. And I'm probably going to take the Raging Cajuns. Uh, dude. Shout out to Dr. Locks. 
four for five on a parlay yesterday. One of these days, one of these days, we're going to hit something big. We're out. Subscribe if you want.